your superpower is hyperfocus. So therefore, you're not a fraud. You're actually way better than the average bear out there. Being okay, if someone didn't agree with me, really, really helped. If they didn't agree, it wasn't because I was wrong. It's because they didn't know as much as me. And when I started thinking about it like that, rather than, oh, they know more than I do. When you put it the other way and go, well, actually, they don't know as much. Then you'll be able to get out there with more confidence. Welcome to the ADHD Fempreneur podcast, where we unleash the power of the ADHD entrepreneurial mind. I'm Kerry Fitzgibbon. Ladies, let's turn your superpower into success. Hey, in today's episode, we're going to be talking about ADHD as a business owner and imposter syndrome. It's a real thing, and especially for us ADHDers. We may be the best in the business. We may be experts. We may have digested the information. Um, if we're a coach or consultant or running a service or whatever else, we may be the number one expert or authority in the industry that we're in, but we'll still feel like an imposter. And it's very, very real. I want to talk today about how the imposter syndrome affects us ADHDers and how you can, I guess, get through it to be able to really grow your business, um, be confident. And if you are confident, you're going to attract a lot more clients. So I just want to firstly start out by um, saying to you that, you know, I've been running a business, a Facebook marketing business, helping business owners make money with Facebook for over 13 years, right? And it took me around about, I'm thinking about six years into my business before I started thinking, huh, I know what I'm talking about. Now, don't get me wrong. I knew what I was talking about, but I always felt inferior to everyone else. I always felt like I was the imposter. Why are people hiring me to do this stuff? I'd walk into a room with other experts and I'd be too scared to speak up because, you know, they're going to find out that I'm a fraud. All right. I wasn't, I wasn't a fraud, but these are all the things that go through our head. Okay. And, you know, there's many reasons why I don't know why we, especially as ADHD is, you know, feel like we're frauds or feel like that we've got the imposter syndrome going on. I, I, I would suggest it's, we've spent our entire life being different to everyone else, wondering why we don't fit in, wondering why other people can do things that we can't do, maybe being criticized for that, you know, always feeling different, that it's sometimes hard if you actually embrace something hyper-focus and know it to not feel still like that, to go, well, maybe to doubt yourself, I guess, because in the in the neurotypical world, through the schooling system, let's just say that bloody schooling system, the schooling system, we are told, we, 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 you know, we're put into a box, you know, you turn up to school, you're, you're told during your school, you're going to go leave school and you're going to get a nine to five job and, you know, you turn up on time and you sit in class nice and quietly and you do your, your subjects, right? And we don't do it well. We always struggle with that side of things. So, you know, I believe probably during school, and I certainly did it for myself, is I stopped trusting myself. I stopped trusting that I actually knew because there were so many things that I wasn't good at in the schooling system. So I went into adult life and started my business. And I did know. I studied more than the average bear. I hyper-focused on my expertise because I needed to get through. I, I needed to be absolutely the top, top, top of my game to feel confident enough to go out there and sell my products and services uh, to not feel like a fraud. So 
But even with that, even with that, when I first started, like I said, it took over six years. And what I, and this might happen to you as well, you know, uh, I speak at a lot of events around the world and I speak in front of, you know, about Facebook marketing. It's my thing. And I'm very, very confident about it now, 13 years on. I've uh, probably forgotten more than most people will ever know um, about Facebook marketing. Very, very confident, you know, getting results for, for, for my clients and, and myself built, you know, multiple seven figure businesses through this knowledge in this, in this brain. But even so, my first six years in business, which was still successful, I was getting results. I was helping clients get results and that. I often didn't trust myself, looked for validation and felt like a fraud. And you know what? Oh, maybe they might find out. Okay. Um, and, you know, if that's you, there are things that you can do. The first thing I want you to think about if you are feeling like that, you know, like I said, I, I'd go to events and I'd ask people in the, in, in the room, you know, who here, um, you know, because people would stand up and I'd say, hey, what's one of the biggest problems you have in your business? You know, and they'll go, oh, well, you know, I feel like I'm a fraud, you know, or I feel like I don't know enough to be an expert because I tell people, you know, when you're marketing, you need to be seen as the authority in your business. You need to be seen as the expert in your business business, right? People don't want an average person. They want the top of the game. So you need to be that. In order to be that, you have to produce sometimes content and video content. So I would tell people this at events, you know, hey, listen, you need to be the expert. You need to be the authority. What's stopping you right now? Oh, I don't know. No one will want to listen to me. I feel like a fraud. Oh, what have I got to talk about? Are some of the typical excuses, I don't say excuses, typical fears that I hear. Um, and I would ask that in an event, you know, or who, are, you know, hey, listen, who else in the room feels like an imposter? And I'm serious, probably 50% of people in the room would put their hand up. And I would dare say most of them were ADHDs, okay? Um, because they're entrepreneurs, let's face it. And I'm usually speaking in front of entrepreneurs. And about 50%, and I'd say, look around, everyone else does as well, okay? So you're not alone with this, but it's how you deal with it. It's what you do from there because it is a real thing. It's worse for us ADHDers, um, you know, because we're always trying to friggin' please and fit in and fit into the box and the mold that we were never, ever designed to fit into and so should never, ever do it. And it's so much easier and better now because the word is out. You know, people accept us and things like that. And that's one of the things I'm really, really passionate about is getting the word out there that our ADHD, you know, uh, symptoms that people saw as bad traits, we have got some amazing, amazing abilities, superpowers and traits. And if the imposter syndrome is one of yours, then one of the worst things that you can do for it and try and, you know, I can't, don't really want to tell you to try and stop doing this is stop looking for validation, right? Other people not on your path, you know, if there's people out there that are not on the same path as you and you try and get validation because you're feeling like a fraud and you're wondering if your ideas are okay and, you know, and whatever else, they probably won't support you, okay? You need to trust yourself. So one of the things you can do for yourself is to trust yourself, okay? Trust yourself. You are the expert out there. You might not be the top expert out there, but you are better or one step or two steps ahead of your potential clients. And I want to give you an example here. When I first started doing Facebook marketing, I literally didn't know a lot 
but I knew more than any other business owner out there. Still not a lot. I'd only done a couple of days of studying on it. I was pretty green right back in the days of early Facebook marketing though. So everyone was green at this stuff. And I've walked in the room and I've gone, yeah, I'm a Facebook marketer. And people have gone, great, I need you. <laughs> and then I started doing it, Facebook ads for clients. And I honestly felt like a fraud. Like I said, for the first six years, I felt like, and so what I did actually, I, I tried to overcome it. So, and you probably find yourself doing, I did more. So I went out and bought every course there was out there, spent money on courses and studied and hyper-focused so that I knew more. But that wasn't enough, right? Um, I got a, a certificate in, in, in social media management that really wasn't actionable. It wasn't practical, but so that I could go out there and say I was certified, okay? Well, the certification that I got didn't really teach me how to do my job, but I felt better thinking, saying that I'm, you know, I'm certified. So that makes me feel better. I've got the piece of paper. So that makes me feel better. It was the same when I got my degree. I got a degree in broadcast communications and no one ever asked for it. Okay. Never asked for it. I got into a job of journalism and no one asked for my degree, but it made me feel less like an imposter. Well, to a certain extent. So I went out there and hyper, um, you know, uh, I guess over, overdid my training, overdid everything, hyper-focused on everything so I wouldn't feel like I was an imposter. And to be honest, it didn't really work that well because I still knew, I knew the stuff already. I was always a step ahead of someone else. Um, and I remember once, uh, once many a time I'm at events and I get asked to go on an expert panel. And so this is an expert panel of other marketers. And I've sat on stage with some of my mentors and people that I've looked up to over the years. And I used to sit on stage with them and I'd be going, what the hell am I doing here? These people are experts. And, you know, yes, I'm Facebook marketing and I've been doing it, you know, six years or whatever else at the time. But, oh, I'm not even the caliber of these people. And so, you know, the expert panel and the expert, you know, people would be asking questions and I would be too scared to answer. I had the answers. In fact, the expert people next to me were saying exactly what I would have said. And in fact, some of them weren't saying some of the stuff that they should have been saying. I had probably better answers than that, but I would not speak up because I was too scared to say something stupid. I was too scared that people thought I was dumb. I was, too, I was too scared that they'd find out that I was a fraud, right? And it didn't do me any good, right? And I just want to save you from that. And I guess that the, the things that I learned along the way um, and that what actually got me out of it was uh, a couple of mentors actually that were um, one of the things someone said to me once and I'll never ever this was this was a pivotal changing point in my life and I hope this advice will help you as well start thinking about the things that you say to people Okay, because one of the things that I used to tell people all the time was that I was stupid you know if you met me in the first couple of minutes I'd say hey listen I'm stupid just don't listen to me, I'm stupid. Now that's really hard when I'm trying to sell a Facebook marketing, you know, I'm a Facebook marketing agency. I'm trying to get a business owner to, to, to know, love and trust me to run their ads. And I've met them and I've gone, don't worry about me, I'm stupid as a throw off comment. Okay. Because I didn't want them to expect too much from me. So I said this once to a mentor of mine, um, and in fact, I was doing some work for, there was a client as well, and I, was, and, and, and I said this to him and he said, hey, stop right there, Kerry. He said, do you know how many times you tell everyone that you're stupid? He said, I've heard you do it so many times. I've had enough. And I'm like, oh, and I didn't even realize I'd done it. I didn't realize that that was a word that I was using about myself. I always felt it, but I didn't realize. Um, and 
And he said to me, he goes, listen, I don't employ and I don't work with stupid people. So if you're stupid, he says, then you wouldn't be in my world. He said, stop it. And I went, oh, well, I, I don't mean it. He goes, no, you do. You're saying it. You're putting it onto the world. You're making people think it. You wonder why people call you ditzy all the time. You wonder why people talk over you. You wonder why people don't, don't take your advice when you're passionate about something and talking. It's because you've told them you're stupid, so they're not going to listen, whether you believe it or not. And I read that absolutely was a pivotal point and changed my life. In fact, that night, it, it, interestingly enough, it's amazing how things will unravel when a, a block becomes unblocked, I guess. What happened was I actually had an ebook, a uh, little ebook that I'd put online. It was another, you know, bright, shiny object or another little adventure that I got into. And it was this ebook that I put online and I had it online for a couple of months and it hadn't sold anything. That night, now that I'm confident, I'm not stupid and I'm really, I just, it, I had a switch, a light bulb moment. I got my first sale while I slept. <laughs> it actually triggered off that business. And then that stuff got more and more, but it helped with everything. And it helped with me being able to get up on stage and speak in front of people about my expertise. It helped, you know, me, just that thing that I just went, wow, people want to hear what I have to say. I know it. I'm passionate about it. If someone has a different opinion, and that was one of my fears, and I know this is, is, is if someone doesn't think like you, that you might think more of an expert than you are, you'll often sit back and go, well, they know, I don't. But that's not true. Stand up, you know what you're talking about and that. So that was a pivotal point. Start thinking about what is it you're telling yourself? What words are you using with yourself and to other people? And just revisit that. And that is one of the ways that you can, you know, help get over this, 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 um, you know, imposter syndrome. And the other thing is, is just trust yourself. You, you know, you know, in your heart that you are probably one of the best ones out there, because guess what? Use that hyper-focused trait that we have, the positive, the superpower. You have hyper-focused on your business and your expertise more than the average neurotypical person. So you will actually be better equipped and more knowledgeable about it than other people. People. And if they do have a difference of opinion about your expertise and don't, you know, you don't have the same as them, it's probably because they haven't done the research. They're probably actually wrong and you're right. So have confidence in that. Know that your superpower is hyper-focus. Your superpower is, is making sure that you know more than everyone else. So therefore, you're not a fraud. You're actually way better than the average bear out there. Um, so that's sort of, you know, I just found that reframing my thoughts, really thinking about what I put out there and, and having more confidence in my knowledge and ability and really embracing it and being okay if someone didn't agree with me really, really helped. If they didn't agree, it wasn't because I was wrong. It's because they perhaps didn't know as much as me. And when I started thinking about it like that, rather than, oh, they know more than I do, I'm just going to be quiet. When you put it the other way and go, well, actually, they don't know as much, then you'll be able to, you know, get out there with more confidence. Get out there and get speaking gigs if that's what you want. It was one of the quick ways to build your business is get out in front of people and speak, do webinars and so on. Um, so I really hope this has helped you today. If you are feeling like, you know, you are a fraud, if you are feeling not as confident, if you think someone else out there is more expert than 
you are. I hope these steps, me discussing this, sharing with you my experiences, sharing with you, you know, it's okay to feel like that, but you're amazing, you're wonderful, you know it, and you know you know it, and you will be doing other people or your potential clients a disservice if you don't put yourself out there as the expert and the authority, because guess what will happen? They will go to someone else instead of you, and that someone else might not have the values or the expertise that you have to be able to help that person. So if it has helped you, you do resonate, you want to learn more about how you can build your uh, business and um, to six or seven figures with ADHD, then make sure that you do subscribe to Apple Podcast or to Spotify, whatever it is that you listen to your podcasts with, um, that you follow, follow me on my socials and support me so that I can give you more of this information. So I can help more ADHD fempreneurs out there like you, uh, like myself, like my, my clients and that just support each other and make more money and make it okay to be this amazing. So make sure you do follow me. And um, if you love what I'm talking about, give me a five-star review. And if there's anything that you want me to touch on in future episodes, please leave a comment and let me know. I'm, you know, uh, happy to, 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 to help you as much as I can uh, navigate the entrepreneurial world with ADHD.